Hey everybody, this is Jennifer Navarrete, and I am here with Lorenzo Nastasi, who is the Director of Community Initiatives for the City of Balcones Heights, and we're here to talk about the Balcones Heights Jazz Festival, and if you haven't heard of it, then uh, you're about to learn a whole lot about it. But let me just give you a brief intro. It's a free concert series that takes place every July and August on Friday evenings, happens at the Outdoor Amphitheater at the Wonderland Mall of the Americas, and I have to say that I am someone who has lived in San Antonio for the last 10 years. I wasn't born here, but I got here as fast as I could. And I have never been, but I have heard about it. I, it's not like I haven't heard about it. It's just I haven't had an opportunity to go to it. And so when this uh, chance came for me to go, which I'm going to be attending tonight, and to talk to Lorenzo, I immediately jumped on it. Welcome to the show, Lorenzo. Well, thank you, Jennifer. It's always a pleasure to talk to you, and I'm always uh, delighted to talk about the Jazz Festival. Well, you know, like I said, I started off. So you guys are kicking off your 20th anniversary this weekend. I mean, 20 years, that is a whole lot of time of doing uh, something and doing it very well. So although you would think that everyone's heard about it um, and that because it's been around so long, can you give me a history behind the Jazz Festival for those of us who are either new to San Antonio or, like myself, have been living under a rock for the last 20 years? <laughs> well, I'd hardly put it that way, but uh, the uh, the jazz festival began 20 years ago, and it's ironic because the, the mall here has undergone several transformations. It began as Wonderland Mall, became Crossroads Mall, and now it's back to Wonderland of the Americas. And this concert series began when it was Wonderland 20 years ago, Primarily, it's just a special event uh, to help attract people to what was then a very innovative uh, shopping mall uh, for its time. Uh, some 50 years ago was when it started, and it was still the case 20 years ago. Uh, so that's how it began, and we've slowly tried to grow this. Uh, for many years, it didn't have a, a real name. It was Jazz Fest. It, for many, many years, Jennifer, there were just there wasn't a lot of jazz here in San Antonio. And uh, we like to, to think that, uh, and last night I was having a conversation with uh, Commissioner Paul Elizondo, who's performing tonight, that uh, between Jazz Alive downtown and this festival, it has spawned a lot more jazz in San Antonio uh, for, for fans of all kinds of jazz. We focus on smooth jazz, but there's the the jazz series at La Contera now. There's one in May and June at Crockett Park, the Witty, uh, Shirts. There, there are several jazz venues now throughout the San Antonio area. And uh, we like to think we help play a role in, in creating more interest and room for local artists and other artists uh, to perform for the fan base that's here in San Antonio. So it, that's, I think, a very nice part of our history. With that, and so we've tried to grow the event. We bring in national artists. I remember one day someone came in and saw the lineup. This is a couple of years ago, and I forget who the artist was, but she saw this particular artist on the lineup, and she said, "You know, last year I paid sixty dollars to see him when I was in Chicago, and I can't believe he's going to be here for free. That is just incredible." So that always gives me a great deal of satisfaction. Uh, because we bring in that quality of artists and uh, for five Friday nights in a row. And come rain or shine, we had one year where we had an unusually wet July. It may have been 2002, I don't remember. But we were, we were sweating out the rainstorms, and they didn't really let up, but there were still about 100 diehards 
that were here at the time of the start time for the concert, Jennifer. And the artist, I forget who it was, uh, performed under the overhang that leads into the Bijou Theater here at Wonderland uh, and performed for those 100 people. So the show did indeed go on. <laughs> so we've tried to grow this and bring in as, as uh, a variety of talent as we can, uh, showcasing local talent. Uh, we've had the Air Force Jazz Ensemble, that's part of the Air Force, U.S. Air Force Band, uh, After Five, which is the Fifth Army Band based at Fort Sam Houston, their jazz component, both those groups are always big crowd pleasers. Uh, and we've had other local jazz groups come in to open up. Uh, this year we have, in addition to the headliners and opening acts, tonight we have the Commissioner Elizondo with his orchestra coming out of retirement, basically, uh, to perform as part of this commemorative event tonight. So there's a little bit of the history in a nutshell. I hope that helps. Oh, most definitely. I mean, there's really so much going on. I love the fact that even though it was raining, that you had the diehard folks who were like, I'm here to listen to smooth jazz. And That's... the artist was willing to kind of, you know, go through it and make sure that they got that. You know, I, I love the, the other aspect of it where folks pay, you know, good money to go see these artists and they can see them during the months of July and August for free. And would like for you to talk a little bit about that aspect of it. I mean, because it's not just folks here in San Antonio. We're also looking at folks who are coming in from outside of San Antonio coming in to participate in the uh, Jazz Festival. Well, you know, this is really uh, one of the premier music events in all of Central and South Texas every year. And the fact that it's free and is at a, at a location that has unlimited free parking here at Wonderland, has great highway access with 410 and I-10 and Fredericksburg Road bordering the property. It makes it easy to come to as well, uh, whereas there are other venues that are not as easy to get to and get out of, and you have to pay to park and things like that. Uh, we have so many advantages. We're very lucky here, so it makes it much more accessible to so many more people because it's not only free, but the parking's free and all of those other advantages we have. It's, it's a very fortunate situation. You know, I, I am going to be a first-time newbie uh, this evening. Um, can you walk me through the Balcones Heights Jazz Festival experience? You know, I'm, I'm getting there, I'm parking. Walk me through what I can, I'm, I can expect to experience tonight from start to finish. Well, what you'll find is if people arrive early, there's plenty of parking. Uh, and I've uh, rarely seen the entire parking lot filled up, but I have seen it, and that's, you know, several thousand cars. But what you'll encounter at the top level of the amphitheater, and the amphitheater where the festival takes place is on the west, northwest, I always get confused with the directions, but it's the north end of Wonderland that fronts the uh, 410 Access Road, the 410 Highway. Uh, it's that end of the mall at Fredericksburg and Hillcrest. So if you can come in that way, that part of the parking area in front of Super Target and all of that really fills in very quickly in the Spring Hill Suites uh, by Marriott Hotel. But that's the end of the mall you ultimately want to get to. But you can get through it through the parking garage that's on Fredericksburg Road under Hobby Lobby, from the I-10 side of the mall where Burlington is, uh, you can park back there and come through one of the two mall entrances and access through the, through the mall 
uh, to the amphitheater. Uh, but what, at the top level of the, because I don't know, have you been to Wonderland recently? Um, since they did the update, I have. Okay. So there's those two levels, as you, if you're coming into the Bijou uh, kind of side there where the fountains are, the, uh, that top level along the roadway between the mall and the Spring Hill Suites, that is where all the vendors are. Acadiana is a great food vendor. They have several restaurants. They've been a staple here for many years. Other food vendors, other kinds of vendors, uh, they're all up at that top level along the drive separating us from the hotel. And then along the upper level of the mall there, uh, there will be vendors as well selling food and funnel cakes and all of that. Uh, so that's where the vendors are primarily concentrated. If you come down the stairs along the fountains and the trees bordering the amphitheater in the reflecting pool, you'll find there's typically a, a table set up where the artists are selling their CDs. So that if you're a fan, and typically after the performances, the artists are very accommodating in signing CDs and doing autographs and posing for pictures and all of that. So all of that takes place on that side of the uh, the mall side of the amphitheater along the staircase with the fountains. People have started setting up their chairs uh, as of Wednesday uh, because the primary seating is all on the hillside uh, surrounding the amphitheater and the reflecting pool. And people put out blankets and chairs or just sit on the grass. They sit along the edge of the pool. They dangle their feet in the water uh, all the way around the reflecting pool. And many people just stand up. They break into dancing during the performances. Our performers typically go out into the crowd at several points during their performances. So you really get an up-close and personal view uh, of the artist performing. Um, the vendors are selling uh, throughout the evening. The CD sales are throughout the evening. Uh, there's an intermission uh, between the headliner, typically in the uh, between the opening performance and the headliner, a 30-minute intermission. The food court is open right inside behind the stage, uh, so people can go in there. There are restrooms inside the mall, right behind the food court, which is another advantage. You don't have to use a porta potty. Uh, like you have to do with so many outdoor venues. So that's sort of the setup of the entire thing. And we have, it always amazes me, Jennifer, because there's such a variety of people. There are people in their 60s, 70s, and 80s. There are people in wheelchairs. There are people with walkers. There are people with their babies in strollers, uh, six year olds, teenagers. It's a complete diversity of people. It's, it's quite amazing. <laughs> and something kind of neat for San Antonio, because, you know, typically you don't think of jazz when you think of San Antonio. But as you mentioned earlier, there's been a lot more growth in, in reference to jazz opportunities to listen to jazz in town. And, and as you said, the more that there are those opportunities, the more that there's a fan base. And so it continues to grow. You know, you guys have been doing really well for the last 20 years. What's up for the next 20 years? Can you just even imagine where it's going to be 20 more years from now? Well, you know, the one thing that I like to think of is uh, I'd like to expand the series uh, to have events at other times of the year. That's been a goal, and I think we're getting closer to being, a, being able to figure out a way to do that. Uh, I'd like to bring in, uh, for the 25th year, I'd like to bring in 
some really big jazz names. I mean, really big. So I'm already working on trying to figure out how, and still keep it free. Uh, so I'm working on that. So, so those are the two primary things I'm looking at for the future. Mm, so you've got your work cut out for you, which it sounds like you absolutely love what you do and enjoy it, and it's more like a labor of love than, than actually work. Well, it, it, it is, and I'll tell you what makes it work, Jennifer, is our friends at Clear Channel Q101 uh, is a partner, David Munoz, who hosts uh, has for years Sunday Morning Jazz on Q101, uh, has, you know, for a long time he was the Lone Ranger of jazz in San Antonio, and he works very closely with us. The folks here at Wonderland uh, make it possible with all things regarding the venue. So it really makes it doable, and, uh, you know, you have to have all those pieces to make something like this work, particularly over five weeks. <laughs> well, so where can folks go? It kicks off tonight. Where can folks go um, to find out all the information to keep in tune to find out who's going to be playing over the next few weeks? Well, they can go to the website, uh, sanantoniocentral.org, and that'll take them directly, uh, and then they can go to the jazz page. I don't know if it's slash jazz or uh, what it is, but it's very obvious where that is. Uh, the Jazz Festival has its own Facebook page, so there are updates there. Um, so that's the best way. The Wonderland website has information as well. The Jazz Zone on Q101 has information all about this on the Q101 website. So uh, the other thing I want to mention about this, speaking about our partners, is we have a free commemorative T-shirt this year. That's exciting. The 20th year. And what people, how people can get their free T-shirt is to come to Wonderland and somewhere in Wonderland or at Super Target spend $25 or more and bring their receipt to the mall office and they will get a free T-shirt. Wow. And that's and that's throughout the Jazz Series this year. So we've got f the next five weeks to kind of uh, get, get $25 worth of shopping done to score that commemorative T-shirt. Yeah, well, it's one $25 receipt, so you can't take, you know, $25 receipts and do it. But it's real easy to spend $25, God knows, these days. Oh, most definitely. But between Steinmart, Hobby Lobby, Ross, Target, Burlington, uh, it, there's lots of opportunities to get things you need. Yeah, I know when I go to Burlington, money flies out of my wallet very quickly, so it's very easy to do. And so you can get a free T-shirt. And if you split up your purchase into, you know, $25 and $25, you can get two T-shirts. So, and they're kind of a, a dark salmon and kind of a, a real pretty blue. Uh, there's two T-shirts this year. That's fantastic. Well, Lorenzo, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy morning to chat with me about the Balcones Pleasure, Jazz Jennifer. Festival. <laughs> and so I will be seeing you this evening. Hey, folks, I'm going to be sharing tweets, photos, Instagram. I'll be on Facebook. Um, I'll do another audio interview with folks that I see there. And so uh, I'm going to be kind of like a social media reporter on the scene. So if you've never been, if you're like me, living underneath a rock, then I'm going to give you a taste of it. And then you've got several more weeks for you to experience it for yourself. That sounds great. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you.